1240 AM WGBB. It's good times, bad times. I am Joey Petroni. Welcome, everybody. On Monday night, we are, we have a great show tonight lined up. Uh, this show is, um, on being prepared and, and what's going on in the world today and how crazy our world is. It's one of the new topics of, uh, oh, there you are. Okay. We are going to bring on, um, we have, uh, one step ahead is the segment we're doing tonight. That's the name of the segment. We have a very special guest today, my mother Sparks. She is a content creator on YouTube platform. Her, her content consists of discussions on current day events from a faith-based point of view. So a very faithful point of view, which is awesome because that's the way I look at things too through. There's all the, nothing else makes sense, so you have to kind of have some kind of faith because nothing else is making sense today. Uh, she's influenced by um, faith. Spirit lifting perspectives on dealing with the world as we live in it today. I want to introduce to you all, it's my pleasure, my mother Sparks. Trevor. Hi, are you there? Hi, can you hear me? Hey. Hey, how are you? Hello, hello. Well, I've been waiting. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. There's so much going on in the news today that it's great to have someone like yourself uh, to ask questions to. Because I, who else? Who else is really going to tell you? You watch TV and you hear the same old circle of stuff. You know how to be prepared in yeah, today's. Yeah, the it's, world's falling apart. It's falling apart right in front of us. So uh, it's great to have you on, my mother Sparks. Uh, tell us a little about yourself and about your show. Uh, well, my name is Christy, and I have a YouTube channel that is called My Mother Spark. And um, I try to look at the current news and the world events, and I do some research, and I tie stuff together. Uh, everyone is, is so keen to just look at everything for face value, and I try to dig deeper and see if there's a pattern from history and where we're going from there and then how to prepare for that moving forward. That's primarily what I do, and then I give tips and tricks on, like, herbs and um, canning and, and just all sorts of things, really. So what got you started in all this to begin with? Like, how did, this, how did you go down this path, which is awesome, you know? Something happened to uh, you personally? Yeah, something personally happened in your life where, you know, that pushed you in this direction? Well, I, I grew up, uh, I was, when I was younger, I grew up in Colorado, and we had some major snowstorms there. Okay. So we started kind of prepping for snowstorms there, but then after Colorado, we moved to Florida, and it was a whole different ball game there. There was no snow, but we had hurricane season, and prepping was a little bit different. You know, you had to prep different things for, you know, hurricanes when you do snow. And so then I started prepping there, and then I moved here to South Carolina, and we have, you know, the hurricanes here. So I've kind of been prepping ever since I was young, but it just wasn't really called prepping then. What was it called back then? In the old, what's the old school term for prepping? Just being ready. Be ready. Be ready. It's gonna be windy tomorrow, right? They didn't even call it hurricanes. They just had a lot of wind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? right. So, in in Carolina, right? You're, you're in Carolina. What what's different? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're gonna be prepping in Carolina or in New York, like what would be the different types of things? I guess you'd deal with more hurricanes and stuff like that. We would deal with like more snowstorms and and blizzards and. and mm -hmm. Um. That's yeah, that's down a, here. I was gonna say there's a lot of natural disasters, but then we have other things we're gonna talk about. Yeah, yeah. So down in South Carolina, because we have the hurricanes, we also have a lot of rain, which a lot of people don't realize. So down here, it's, it's more prepping for flood type things, um, and of course the wind from the hurricanes. 
We don't have snow very rarely. When it does dust, everything shuts down, and nobody knows how to drive at all in snow. It's ridiculous. Um, but up there, I mean, you guys, you have to, to really worry about the snow and being stuck in your houses for a long time and have the, the food that you need in case you can't get out on the roads or in case your electricity goes out, which is here too, but um, there's a difference. Here when our electricity goes out in hurricane season, the weather is warm. Right. There, if your weather goes out because of snow, it's freezing. So it's a little bit different. It is different. But it's funny you're talking about flooding. We just had like a major rainstorm here on Friday where Manhattan was completely flooded. Eight eight inches of rain. We had eight inches of rain here in New York on Friday. And uh, luckily for us, we didn't didn't flood where we were, but it was a disaster. So anything could happen. Do you have to paddle to work then? Uh, Yeah. Well, I'm going to get a kayak. after After Friday, I'm getting a kayak. Um, but a lot of basements flooded. We have a basement. Thank goodness we didn't flood. But driving to work that night, a couple of hours after the storm, there was cars all over the side of the road that were just stranded. You know. I'm sure. I'm sure. So. Yeah, yeah, people people don't know how to drive. Not only in snow, they don't know what not to go through the the sitting water either. I mean, your water can go up to a certain point on your car, but a lot of people don't know where that point is. And if you flood your engine, you're screwed. Right. Your car shuts off, and then you get asked for help. There was a, uh, mm-hmm. what happened on Friday was something that never happened before on Long Island. Uh, I think most phone calls, a, a lot of guys from work had it too. It was called a, oh, it was, it, was a, it was a state of emergency, but it was also shelter in place. You ever hear of a shelter in place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was scary because there was actually the, the governor um, from uh, Nassau County called up and they said, it was a, a, uh, yeah, stay in place or whatever. I'm like, whoa, what the heck is that all about? Like, you know. What they were basically saying was don't go out because 911 responders aren't going to help you. You're being warned. You're being warned to stay home, shelter in place. And if you go out and you're dumb enough to go out, uh, they're not going to help you because we're not going to risk our first responders on your stupid mistakes. We're warning you before time. So shelter in place, mm-hmm. shelter in place is a whole different level. So anyway, I want to I want to have um, we have a live stream tonight with with you, right? Um, so I want to have. You are yes. That's awesome. Hello, everybody on the live stream. I want to give them the phone number if they'd like to call in and ask some questions to Mother Sparks. Okay, so it's 516-623-1240. And what's the, uh, Trevor, uh, Trevor, how are uh, you, Trevor? I'm doing good, man. You, she's on that line. You don't so, want to give her the line. you so, got to give 516-546-2146. 546-2146. Got it. 546-2146. Got it. Okay, so it's 516 516- Say again, 546. 2146. 2146. All right. <laughs> you got it. All right. So we're looking for some callers. Want to ask some questions? Uh, so preparing for, the, you know, in the summertime, you're preparing for certain things. In the wintertime, you're preparing for certain things. What's the difference between the two seasons uh, like, as far as packing up and, and being prepared to go out uh, during a winter storm or below freezing temperatures? Obviously, you get to pack a little lighter in the summertime. Yeah, that's, that's probably the biggest thing is um, your clothing. You want to make sure you have the right clothing depending where you are and uh, your shelter. You're not going to just want to bring a, a skimpy little sleeping bag if you're up in the snow. So if you do bring a sleeping bag, or you, you do want to have shelter, also tarps that can hold the weight of snow in case you get stuck somewhere and it snows some more. Um, so there are a few little keen differences, but those are really the primary is, is uh, making sure you have Shelter that is strong enough if you have to shelter somewhere that's not home, and also um, clothing in case you need to, you know, bundle up with blankets or whatever you you pack in your car. Right. 
Now, um, how does your faith, when you're talking about your faith you know, in your bio and stuff like that, how does your faith influence your decision-making and, and stuff like that along that order? Um, it actually influences me a lot. I don't, I don't stress out like a lot of people do with the news. Um, I believe that everything, nothing can happen without God allowing it, right. period. Um, even the bad stuff, nothing can happen without God allowing it, and everything does happen for a reason. Even if we don't understand the reason and we don't agree with what's happening, everything is happening for a reason. There's a purpose. He has a purpose for everything. And, you know, a lot of the things that are happening in these times, whether people realize it or not, it does line up with biblical, whether you read the Bible or not. There are a lot of things that do line up. And the Bible is there as a guide to help us get through these times that we're going through now. And if you just kind of pay attention and, you know, even if you don't believe, read it with an open mind, know that that is our warning. He is warning us so that we can be watchful and um, just diligent in everything that's going on and, and to have discernment to not be fooled by the deceptions that are out there. And, you know, God will take care of you. He allows us to prep. A lot of people think Christians can't be preppers, and I disagree with that. Well, God gives us the ability to prep. I, I agree with that 100%. Everything that we need is there. It's just you have to open your eyes to it. And mo most of the stuff, mm -hmm. even for uh, medicine and healing and everything that's all over the Internet now, uh, about cures and stuff, it's all its all like herbs and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest ones is cayenne, cayenne peppers, the one I'm hearing about a lot now. It's uh, instead of uh, yep. blood thinners, you could use that, you know. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it, faith, people of faith and stuff like people like us, you know, uh, are called conspiracy theorists. That's what they, they just label us as conspiracy theorists. But I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't wear a tinfoil hat, and I have my eyes open to both sides. When things don't make sense, mm -hmm. when things don't make sense, though, you can't force me to make it sense when it's not making sense. It doesn't make sense. I agree with that 100 percent. Right, definitely. So, I want to give the number again because I had it. I had two numbers before. The number to call in to the show is 516-546-2146. Okay, one more time. It's 516-546-2146. And anyone on your live stream is welcome to call the studio over here on Long Island, and uh, we'll address your questions. So we know from listening to your show that you love animals. How how does how does a person? Well, yeah, I mean, I love animals. My wife loves animals, and you you know, when it's an emergency, a lot of people don't really prepare for their animals. Like, what kind of preparing would you do for your animals? Yeah, funny you should say that because I have just recently, in the last, uh, I want to say month and a half, I have acquired a total of fourteen animals in my house. Wow. Um, yeah, totally unexpected, and um. Five of those came due to a unexpected pregnancy of two of them. Okay. Um, so, you know, everyone talks about food and water. You need food and water for your animals and leashes and shelters. But there are actually other things that you need. You need to have uh, natural medications for them because if SHTF happens, you're not going to be able to get those medications. And when I talk about medications, I'm talking about, like, uh, pureed pumpkin is good for, for animals for um not to be gross, but for bowel issues. Right. Um, there are certain herbs that animals can have for anxiety if you don't have anxiety medication to get them. Uh, there are herbs that I had to give, actually, one of my animals, the one that had babies, because she stopped producing milk a week after she had the baby. Oh, wow. So 
I had to get her herbs to get her milk kicked back in, right. um, which worked, but I would have lost five babies if I would not have had the skills that I have to be able to do that and the knowledge. Um, so there are definitely other things that you need, harnesses, of course, carriers, um, just it's so much more. You need to have first aid kits for your animals. It's, it's not all the same people in first aid for people in first aid for animals. There's a little bit of difference. Um, so those are things that people don't think about. You really, really need to have on hand for your animals, too. Right. No, I know. A lot of people don't think about their animals until the, until the situation happens, and they turn around as they're walking out the door and go, oh, what do we do with Winnie? <laughs> right? Um, mm-hmm. you, should really, you should really, when you're making these plans, you should really plan for your animals, too, so it's not a last-minute decision. Um, yes. You don't be driving in your car going, uh-oh, we forgot something. Especially if you have kids. That would be a terrible, yeah. horrible, horrible uh, situation. So what are some of the things you'd recommend for beginners? There's a lot of people out here on Long Island that are listening to the show tonight, uh, driving in their car and stuff like that, and they're beginners. You know, they're hearing, being prepared, being prepared for what? Weather, um, for any type of travesty, you know, what's going on in the world today, a lot of crazy stuff going on, being warned every day that, you know, something's going to happen. Um, but so for a beginner, what would you what would you recommend for beginners, someone who's just starting off? I would say, honestly, prep for the worst because then you'll be prepared for almost everything. Don't think that you have to have the most expensive, latest, greatest stuff. You can go to the dollar store or dollar general if you're on the budget, and you can get things that you can put away, you know, like uh, manual can openers. People don't think about that, just a manual can opener in case the grid goes down. Those are things you can just get at the dollar store. Right. Um, You don't have to drop $500 to go buy a whole pantry of food, you can do it slowly. You know, do $20 at a time. Some people say it's too late to start. I disagree. Even if you're starting small, something is better than nothing. I agree. And don't get scared of all the bull crap out there because there's a lot of nonsense out there <laughs> in the world and a lot of deception and distractions. Right. Look at it from an open mind. Look at the whole picture. And really, if it doesn't make sense, it probably, you know, it's, it's nonsense. So right. just pay attention and... and don't freak out. Follow your gut, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, what? What? Um, you know, we we discussed what a bug out bag is. A bug out bag is something that you have all your. Describe what a bug out bag is for the people on Long Island who are listening for the first time. So, a bug out bag is a bag that you have packed at home, and it is worst case scenario if you have to leave your house. Most people will will shelter in place, like you called it earlier. We call it bugging in. Um. But if you have trucks coming up your street or tanks coming up your street or fires, you know, coming down the houses where you put everything in that bag to survive for at least three days away from your home or to get somewhere else. So you need to have a backpack prepped and ready. You need to make sure that you have your, really your your immediate necessities. So um, your food, even if it's protein bars, uh, water or a way to filter it, you need to make sure you have a way to create a shelter, you know, paracord, tarps, how to stay warm, uh, whether it be a sleeping bag or a blanket. Uh, a fire source is another thing. Communication is another thing. And then, of course, have your medical kit for you and whatever your family needs. And then if it's something like a hurricane or, you know, a nearby fire, you need to make sure you have, um, like, your forms that say that this is your house. You do live here. So, that if you have to show those papers to get back to your home, you have them with you to to be allowed to get back to your home. Pack those things, and then any emergency phone numbers, contacts, so that 
Um, you're not going to remember anything if chaos happens, so you want to have as much written down as you can, even if it's in a small book, so that you can refer back to it. What would be a definite must in the bug out bag? Like, you know, everything you just described, the title of your house makes total sense, that you, that's where you live if you haven't come back. Uh, real quick, what would be a must? A must. Well, I would think water. That's I would my, my say, um, gosh, I don't think there's just a single item that, yeah. that you would need, but, I mean, really, I would think uh, security of some form. There you go. Uh, so, whether uh, you carry or yeah. not. Yeah, I heard that. I, I, some I, sort of. Yeah. I heard that security is very important. That's probably That probably is the number one thing. Yeah, almost everything you can acquire. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to pack your bag too heavy either. So something that you can carry that's light because, uh, for instance, fire. If you say you burn a lighter, lighter is very light. It's something that you can, if you find food, you can cook food. Right. You can purify water. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, set a distraction. You can um, somehow have a barrier, create a barrier between you and a threat. You know, something as simple as a letter that you can carry in your pocket has so many multiple uses right. that people don't realize. Okay. So we got a phone call. Trevor, how are you? We ready? All right. So you're on 1240 AM WGBB. Uh, we're talking with mother, uh, my mother Sparks right now. Do you have a question? Yes. All right, what's your question? This is, yes. This is, this is more thing. My question is for a, a, for a beginner person canning or jarring food, what would be the first food you would suggest for somebody to learn how to do it without messing stuff up? Meat. What was that? Meat. Like beef or chicken, believe it or not, that is one of the easiest, easiest things to can, and it is a—it's your protein source. It's a—it's a major staple. Meat is so easy to do; you cannot screw it up. You just have to make sure you clean your your tops of your jars good to make sure no air gets in. But honestly, that's what I started with, and it is the simplest thing in my book to do. Would that be pre-cooked meat or, or raw meat? You can raw pack. If some right. people pre-cook it, I raw pack mine. Okay. Okay, that was and my question. That's, that's all I had. Well, thank you for calling, man. That's a great question. I, I didn't even think right. about canning your own food. That's great. And I guess you get the equipment somewhere to buy, to, you have to buy the equipment to be able to can it. <laughs> I mean, someone like me or someone. Yeah. Okay, thanks it's for taking my call. Thank you for canning. calling in. I'm sorry? Um, you just have to get a canner, which is like maybe $30, and get your jars and buy your meat, and that's basically all you need in okay. time. It takes time. So, Trevor, you, are you, we have Trevor in the studio here. He's, uh, he's one of my good friends. Have you ever heard of canning your own meat? Have you ever? Have no, you ever th- no, I never heard of it. This, uh, I'm, learn, I'm learning it tonight. <laughs> yeah. So for $30, you can go out and buy some, some equipment to, to be able to can meat. And do it myself? And do it yourself. Oh, really? And you'd want to do that in case of an emergency. Oh, okay, like an hurricane or an earthquake or something like that. Something happens where you have to you have to get out you have to get out of your house and you have to go out in the in the wild somewhere. Well, that make a lot of sense. 
Uh, did you hear what a bug out bag is? Do you know what a bug out bag is? No, I did, I'm learning all this for well, the first time. We got to talk after the show, man. Will you please do? Okay? <laughs> I'm going to help you out. Educate me. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen is we're going to be all surviving, and Trevor's going to be like, "Hey, man, you got any of that meat over there? What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> You got a lighter, Jay? You got a lighter? <laughs> uh, I ain't got one. <laughs> well, keep the headset on. Listen to this stuff, man. This is important. So, uh, tell us about your, uh, your... What's it called? You have a bug out weekend coming up? Oh, yeah. yeah yes, I've got uh, my mother's sparks meetup in Virginia coming up um, wow. October 13th, 14th, and 15th. Oh, wow. Um, it doesn't cost anything. I have room for 50 people, um, and we're going to be learning basic fire skills, bushcrafting, radios, um, uh, medicinal herbs, foraging, um, firearms, uh, just a whole plethora of stuff over the weekend, as well as just having a lot of fun, doing some giveaways, having some friendly competition. Wow. Um, a friend of yours and I actually have a sparring match between us. <laughs> I heard about so, that. Uh, we're looking forward to that. The prepared Irishman and, and yourself are going to have a sparring match. We are. We are. So is this, open, down. is this open to the public or anybody can go to this uh, this weekend? It is. It is. It's actually being sponsored, too, by um, Bluegrass um, Targets out of Kentucky. Um, he is actually sponsoring the event. He is an amazing person, but it is open to the public. If you go on, I have a website. It's mymotherspark.com. Okay. Um, you can register there, and it doesn't cost anything. There's a link for if you want to donate, but if you go underneath that, there's a link that you can, you don't have to donate. Donations are not required. I just people wanted to donate, so I just put that up there for them if they wanted to. Um, but it's not required at all. You just need to bring your own food, bring your own um, shelter. And dogs are allowed too. So if you want to bring your dog, you can bring your dog too. Oh wow! And it's in Zuni, Virginia. So is this something that you made, have you gone to things like this before? Or is this something that you just made up, or how 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 did this come about? Nope, I've been to a couple of meetups. The last one we went to was actually um, up in the Catskills in New York. Okay. Uh, which was amazing because I always thought New York was all skyscrapers. I didn't realize there were mountains up there. It was quite funny. Right. <laughs> um, but we went up there to Hudson Valley's Prepping and Survival Meetup, which was a freaking blast. It was so much fun, but it was so cold for this summer set Southern Bell. I will tell you what, I could have sat in the fire. It was cold. Wow. Um, but it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And, and so I wanted to do that for the community myself to be able to bring people together that are from my channel and, and bring other people in and network and learn skills, all different skill levels. So on, on top of a networking too, I, right? Networking with everybody yes. and and learning. Yes. So this also sounds like fun. That sounds like a, a nice fun weekend. As fu as much you know, you're learning stuff, you're getting together. It's for good reasons, but you're also having a good time. You know. Yes. Mm hmm It's going to be a blast. I, I really can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And um, honestly, we're going to have all of our probably 14 animals with us. We take them camping with us, so you right. can kind of learn what you need to pack when you yeah. have to go with animals. Wow. So you said a shooting range and a, shoot, a shooting range instructor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of our close friends is a national instructor here. Oh, wow. And he's actually going up there with us. So he is bringing all different calibers to teach people from the basics forward. And then um, at the end of his 
presentation and his teaching, then we're going to have a friendly little competition, and uh, whoever does the best in that competition, then we'll we'll get something. We'll get a gift. So, so watching your channel, watching a lot of your videos, and talking to you today, I could tell that you you're very knowledgeable. Um, what would you consider to be your best skills, and what would you personally like to improve on? Um, I have a lot of skills. I would say probably herbs. Herbs are my strength. Um, and honestly, critical thinking is probably my biggest strength. And I know it's not a physical thing, but I'm able to think quickly and adjust quickly and um, snap into action quickly. Uh, as far as things that I really would like to learn more skills, I would say foraging I, about the herbs when I already have them in the package, but I would like to learn how to go out and find them. That's one of my weaknesses is identifying out in the wild. Um, no, but say, herbs, other than that. But mm -hmm. your knowledge of herbs is probably one of the most important because I'm hearing that, that, that you can make uh, concoctions that you can cure viruses and all different types of ailments. You can use natural remedies to cure yourself, which is crazy. This is all over the Internet. It just like, started coming out like crazy in the last three or four months. It is, and that's something that they're trying to keep silent because there's no money in natural remedies. People can go out and get these remedies for free. And uh, it's just getting the skills and knowing, you know, what you can't mix and uh, what you shouldn't take if you have certain ailments. At the meetup, I'm actually going to be teaching people how to make their own tinctures because tinctures are so, so expensive when you buy them pre-made, but they're so cheap to make on your own and so easy. And then I'm also going to be teaching people how to fill their own capsules, make their own capsules with herbal supplements because, again, that's so expensive if you already buy it pre-made, and it's just pennies on the dollar to make it yourself. And with essential oils, that's something that you rub on your skin for, like, um, what is that called, eczema and stuff like that? Um, usually you would use, like, a salve for eczema, which is um, – it's kind of like a waxy substance. That's the best way I can really describe it. Right. Almost like chapstick. Um, as far as, like, essential oils, that's more for adding to uh, yourselves or adding to your carrier oils or just using them themselves to, use, to get rid of migraines or sinus issues or if you're falling asleep and so forth. Um, so essential oils, and they're very, very expensive to make, so I would suggest buying those already made. So, uh, but they're kind of used in things. So with every all the knowledge that you know and that's getting out there on the Internet right now, with all, everything that's going on, I mean, pharmacies are in trouble. That's, that's, that, that's what I see more and more is that pharmacies are in trouble because people are going to be doing it the natural way and not going to pharmacies. Trevor, what do you yeah, think about all this? What do you think, Trevor? What do you think about uh, healing yourself naturally? I would love to do that. That's, uh, that sounds about right for me. Yeah, and it's cheaper, right? Going, going to the doctor is too expensive. <laughs> it is too expensive. Sometimes I deal with being sick because it's too expensive. Right? Now you can just walk over to a, <laughs> a box of tissues is a lot cheaper than going to a doctor's office, right? Get a couple of boxes of tissues. So I want, I want to warn you that um, the Prepared Irishman is the 1999 kickbox champion. I don't know if you knew that. And you're going to be sparring with him. Just a little heads up. Go ahead. She ain't got no more I was going to say, I'm like five foot four, and I told him I'm taking out his kneecaps. Oh, <laughs> 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 you're going to go for the kneecaps. All right. Well, he did retire early because he had a bad back back then, so we'll see what happens, man. Just lay off his back. Go for the knees. 
Listen, I really, really, really appreciate this is a fast half hour. I really appreciate you calling in tonight and your live stream. I want to say hello to everybody out there. Uh, great information. Awesome job. And uh, we, we will definitely get in touch with you again. Thank you. My mother sparks. Thank you so much for having me. 1240 AM WGBB. Thanks for tuning in.